0: Coffee black. Fire in the kitchen podcast. Uh, welcome back. How's you guys' uh, week going? Weekend going? Depending on when you listening to this. Um, yeah, man. How, how y'all doing? Well, what's going on? I'm trying to. Notes and shit together. Get all my uh, (laughs) necessary equipment in place. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Make sure I got a fucking lighter that ain't gonna go out in the middle of the goddamn show. Sorry if y'all hearing me. with my little scraper. You know how I get down. Got to have my medicine and my coffee. Good Sunday morning. Got to take my baby girl home a little bit later. She wants to go swimming with her homegirl. So, you know. Um, I had a pretty good weekend with her, though. She went to work with me two days in a row. One thing I can't say about my kid is she really enjoys and knows the value of hard work. came in and uh, did a little server a little expo work for for us made like $12 it's pretty big for a 10 year old um, her mom made a really good point though she didn't register with me until she said something um, a lot of times I, when I give her money or she earns money I give her Option to spend as much as she wants to because it's hers. Um, but um, her mom basically uh, she put me up on games. She was like, "Hey man, I mean, if you get her to understand the value of saving her money now, later on in life it won't be a problem for her." And that shit made a lot of sense because hell, when I was, when I was a kid, wasn't nobody telling me to save shit. You know what I'm saying I get a little ten dollars, five ten dollars. Uh, I'm burning through that motherfucker like it ain't nothing. I'm spending it all. You know what I'm saying? I'm going right to the store and getting me all kind of candy, chips, and cookies and shit. At ten, anyway. You know what I'm saying? By the time I was eleven or twelve, uh, shit was completely different. It was, it was a, a different story, um, by then. So, but yeah, man. I mean, right at her age, shit, I, you couldn't tell me nothing. I would have been right at the store. Getting my little chips. You know what I'm saying? Having all kind of little drinks and shit. Um. But. We want shit to be different from our kid, for our kids. You know. We want, um. We want the next generation, the children, to learn things uh, early on. The things that we weren't uh, taught. The things that weren't instilled in us that should have been instilled in us. Um that would make shit progressive for us later on in life. We don't... We don't lack the knowledge and understanding of what it takes to uh, have an enriching, fulfilling life. The best thing about um, my daughters... uh, I should say our family because, I mean, believe it or not, my My daughter's mom, she's family too. Regardless of how I feel about her. You know what I'm saying? She's going to be a part of my life for uh, a very long time. Um, Any of y'all who don't believe that uh, uh, your your children's other parents will be um, in your lifetime around forever, then you're sadly mistaken. Um, You need to do everything you can to make that relationship at least stable. I ain't saying y'all motherfuckers got to be friends, but at least uh, have the ability to communicate without it being beef all the time but um, I digress the best thing about uh, our family is she's well rounded um, and she has so much culture and she has so much love that um, she's just going to see and experience a lot of different things and uh, it's a blessing Life starts to progress and she starts to make her own decisions and she starts to make her own money. She'll know exactly what she wants to do with herself and she'll know exactly how a man or any anyone she chooses to be with is supposed to treat her and how her life is supposed to go. Because she's already experienced things. Um that makes me feel good. It makes me feel good to know that she understands that her father is doing everything he possibly can to make sure her life goes the way she wants it to Um, I think she wants to be an artist and I am fully in support of that Um, for the most part I want her to do whatever she wants to do the fact that she wants to be an artist is incredibly special to me Because I like art. I'm an artist. Uh, I'm a multimedia artist, as a matter of fact. Um, I do a lot of different shit, you know, in a lot of different arenas. And so does she. She's very well-rounded in that regard. So that just makes me feel good, man. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to encourage her to do whatever it is that she wants to do when the time comes. I'm just going to make sure she knows, hey, man, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. I tell her that all the time. You gotta realize that, man. It, it it costs you nothing, nothing at all, not a cent out of your fucking pocket to to be encouraging and to encourage an artist. Um, but also remember to be discouraging. Um, there is no return on that investment. You know what I'm saying? The return you get from being encouraging is you have someone who feels good about the work that they do. Someone who is um, Happy to create, someone is happy to produce. And when you go the opposite route and you tell them that their um, their craft is you you under unappreciate or underappreciate uh, their craft, it has the opposite effect. You know, it it makes you look like a dickhead, but it also um, discourages someone from continuing to do it. What they're passionate about or what they enjoy, and that's that's soul sucking, dude. Like, who wants to be, want to be that? Who wants to be that guy? Who wants to be the motherfucker that tells somebody that if they put their hard work and time and love into isn't up to par. You know, I'm not telling you that you gotta like everything a motherfucker put out, but goddamn, you don't have to be discouraging. Mama say if you ain't got nothing nice to say, then shut the fuck up. Um I've had situations where I've shared some of my art in some of these Facebook groups, and I've realized that like these are very toxic environments um these quote unquote artists don't they don't try to uplift one another as much as they do try to tear each other down for the simple fact of it makes them feel better about themselves. That's just a a vicious cycle, man, you know, those who um, go after others and talk about others and try to put each other down, man, it's just it's a reflection of how you feel about yourself. Like I said about the limits that people place upon themselves, they only the, the, the ugliness that they show you is a reflection of how they feel about themselves. self Self pity is uh, the most destructive force. It it it, it is uh, it's cancerous, man, and it's all fucking consuming. You know, it's 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 worse than uh, it's worse than all the vices, yo. It's worse than heroin. Being down on yourself and not believing um, that you are good or that you or contributing or just not believing in yourself in any way shape or form you know pity can destroy anything good anything good Uh, relationships a business um, the way you view your children you know what I'm saying hating yourself and pitying yourself being down on yourself is, is counterproductive you know what I'm saying you know, it's easy to believe that this whole world is against you. You know, there are going to be times where you feel like, goddamn, yo, why is everything happening to me? Why is the world happening to me? And, uh, when in reality, yo, it's just happening around you and you just so happen to be a cog in this machine. You know? Um... Uh, self-doubt lets you believe that life is the way it is and then there ain't nothing you can do to change it. Just stay in that plateaued state and instead of progressing you go backwards. You regress or you sit at that spot until someone comes along to save you. In reality, there ain't nobody coming to save you. You gotta save yourself. You gotta work and grind like you're trying to save yourself from yourself because you are go. My neighbors are going crazy with their dog right now. My dog, it's 8 o'clock in the morning and she is yelling at the top of her lungs out here. I don't know if y'all can hear it, but she is tripping. But anyway, um, uh, pity and the doubt monster as we'll call it um, snatch you up and hold you, man. Jump on your back and have you stuck, believing that you're worthless and there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can do to change how you, how you see. And then your losses will stack up. You know, <laughs> it'll uh, it'll keep getting worse, man. And you live this pitiful lifestyle, and uh. Duh, duh, duh. I can't mentality becomes your um, your motto. Uh, it, it, it turns into a way of life. Uh, the, the limits you place on yourself affect you in every way. It it, it affects your the work you put in. It um ultimately, um affects your ability to, to actually live fulfilled you know like do you do you wanna uh, live a life of regret you know in 20 years do you, do you wanna sit back and think about the things that you didn't do you know you're not gonna um, you're not gonna have regrets about the things that you did cause it happened you actually lived it you learn from those mistakes. You, know, you, you, you learn from those losses. You really got to learn how to take a loss, and you got to learn how to lose. But sometimes you just gotta leap. You know, gotta keep pushing. You know, and, and uh, press on. Your persistence will serve you, dog. Like I told you before, nobody wants to come up against someone who is relentless, who is going to keep coming back over and over and over again. No, no matter how many times you push me down, no matter how many times you step on my chest, or how many times you punch me in the face, you cut me, you stab me, you bruise me, I will return. I will come back, and the next time I'm gonna be stronger, and the next time I'm gonna have the knowledge of our last encounter. You know, nothing beats persistence. Nothing wants to stand in the way of persistence. No obstacle and standing in the way of the hammer that is continuing to press forward. If I keep busting you in your head every time I see you, you're going to get tired of me and you got to find a new way. <laughs> That's how persistent I am. I'm going to come in and kick your ass every day until you get it. fuck that I uh, I've trained myself to believe that you eliminate your potential uh, when you tell yourself that you can't when you uh, tell yourself that you can't do it before you do it affect your ability to grow. You don't know what the fuck you can do until you try. You just uh we gotta push past the expectations. I learned the other the other day that um you will never effectively have the ability to stretch stretch your body. If you don't uh, push through the pain, the, the problem with people in yoga and in training and in any of that, like the the mental game, the ability to feel pain but continue, is what is keeping people from growing. And uh, I'm just I'm gonna press on even if it fucking kills me. I'm going to push past what y'all deem or what I deem are my expectations, even if it, it takes my life. Because if I leave here, I, I will leave behind a reputation of somebody who exceeded. I'm going to leave behind a reputation of somebody who reached the level that nobody thought he could get to. I'm going to find a new level. I want to set new marks, I want to be the new standard, I want to be um, what people look to when they think of what a champion is, or what a, what a legend is, what a great man is, what a great father is, a husband, and the only way I can do that, and the only way we can do that is to train ourselves, to train ourselves mentally, to train ourselves physically, ourselves fit and prepared. They say when you stay ready, you ain't gotta get ready. And what I'm, what I'm preparing myself for, I don't fucking know. I don't know what tomorrow has, so I'm ready for everything. If the end comes, I'm ready for that. If a new beginning comes, I'm ready for that. I'm at the point to where. Um, my strength isn't just physical anymore Yeah I bust your ass If niggas out here know I knock your fucking head off But mentally right now I'm in a space where I'd rather talk you off the ledge Or talk you out this ass whooping I'm a geek That's that's where my power is lying right now that's, I, I I feel that feel as if I'm stronger mentally than I've ever been physically. Keep training my body, man. Keep training my mind, too. hope I can encourage the people to try to do the same. If not, I don't give a fuck. Um, Doing what I gotta do to improve my situation, make myself better, work on the people around me. If you're listening to this, hopefully, we on this journey together a self-improvement of self improvement, of finding a value within us. to be able to wake up in a mirror or, psh, shit, wake up and look in the mirror and be in love with the person that they're staring back at. Ah, oh, shit. Um, yeah, man. Went to the library the other day and uh, I got a... <laughs> Well, y'all know how I am, yo. I like comics. I like cartoons. I like kid shit. But, um, these little books I picked up, they're called Zen Pencils, right? And it says, cartoon quotes from inspirational folks. And one of the the little comics that I picked out had a, some, a, a very interesting little list in there. And I thought it was, um... Inspirational as fuck, but I also thought it was hilarious. So um, the list was eleven ways to be unremarkably average, and uh, <laughs> some of these are pretty good. And um, it's very in your face. It's very uh, let's say tongue in cheek, we should say, because most of this shit is it's it's like you know, you know what I'm saying. I already know this. But this is 11 ways to be unremarkably average. It says, Number 1. Accept what people tell you at face value. Number 2. Don't question authority. Number 3. Go to college because they tell you to, not because you want to learn something. Number 4. Sit at a desk for 40 hours a week, when really you only have 10 real productive hours of work. Number 5. Only travel to safe and easy locations when you go on vacation. Number six, spend 30 years paying on a house that you can't afford. Number seven, never try to learn a new language. Number eight, never write that book you talked about. That one hits home so fucking hard for me, dog. Like, that one kicked me in the chest. Not even going to lie to you. So did this one. Number nine, do Don't start that business you want to start. Again, keep me in the chest. Um, number 10, never be yourself, lend into the crowd. And number 11, only do what they tell you to do. Um, I feel like those are pretty self explanatory, but um, it's also a situation where most of us deal with that shit on a regular basis, and we don't even know we're going through those processes if at any time in your life you feel as if one, if not all of these things apply to you, then there's something about yourself that you need to change. Um, Yeah. That's all I have for y'all today. Uh, Like I said, I gotta take the little one home later. Um, so I might do a little record um, of that. I might record coming down the highway. Get some of my best thinking done when uh, when I'm on the road. So yeah, as you can tell, I'm a little sad. I'm always always get a little sad when I have to drop my baby off. But yeah, man. Um, Sunday morning, fire in the kitchen. Shout out to Google Plays. Shout out to my Spotify guys. Shout out to everybody on Apple. Uh, if you've downloaded the Anchor app, send me a voice message. I can get you in the show. Um, follow us on Facebook, Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. Uh, follow me on Instagram at OG underscore philip the First. And at Love, Sex, and Water. I think that's all my little drops and shout outs and whatnot. Um, Fire in the Kitchen Pod If you fuck with us We appreciate you And if you don't Go fuck yourself Alright So My first sleeper comes in today From Big Crit um, I know he's got a new album out Right now called Crit Here, but I wanna play y'all something off some of the old out. Uh so off his album before this, it was a double disc. Um he's got a track called Bury Me and Gold. So that's Big Crit Bury Me and Gold. Um But make sure y'all streaming that new Crit Here album though, because he need that shit. All tied to the Sunday. From a nigga Chris Brown off his new Indigo album. Uh, This is Red by Chris Brown.